Hello, welcome to our podcast, Let's Talk About It. I am your host, Apostle Rosemary of RCN Ministries, as well as OSGA, Apostolic Network. Today, we're going to talk about peace and healthy boundaries. When we're talking about our peace and healthy boundaries, or even setting healthy boundaries, we're talking about finding our balance um, to find your peace. When we don't have balance in our life, we tend not to have peace in our lives. In order to find your balance, you must remove anything that isn't conducive to your peace. Many times this will be situations, um, this could be associations, but we have to examine ourselves, examine our lives, and begin to declutter um, and to remove things that are not conducive to our peace. Many times we will often find that that means reflecting on our lives and doing a self-examination and asking ourselves, what is it that we've allowed to rob us of our peace? Many times we often give ourselves mentally, physically, or emotionally away to others and it becomes draining and it depletes us. And then we're no good to ourselves. We're no good to our families. We're no good to our ministries. We're no good to our friends, our associations. Um, and this is not good. So we need to often do self-examinations. And once we do these self-examinations, then we're able um, to have peace in our minds. But if we're not able to really find out the root cause, the source of what is draining us of our peace, then we go through life, um, which I would say with hiccups, um, potholes, different things that are happening, but we're not understanding that these things are happening um, because we don't really recognize the root cause of what's calling, causing us to repeat the same situations, the same circumstances over and over that rob us of our peace. But once we allow um, people and things to rob us of our peace, we begin to realize their inabilities to value truly who we are, um, to value truly the sacrifices that we've made concerning them. This is when we must set healthy boundaries. You set healthy boundaries to make sure mentally and emotionally you are stable. We're going to look at peace. When we think about peace, what can I do um, to have peace in my life? How do I reflect? How do I really um, look into what is causing me all of these things? Well, I've laid out here 12 different things that we can utilize to kind of do a self-reflection and a self-examination that will help us understand what we need to do, the protocol that we need to set up in order to get our peace back. Um, so when we're looking at peace, um, the first one is focus on the things you can control. Remember, everything is not for you to try to handle. 
you cannot take on everyone else's responsibilities and different things that they're dealing with. The weight is too heavy uh, many times. And if we are not stable, if we're not affixed, grounded and rooted in the word of God, and if we don't have the right support system, we find ourselves being drained. We find ourselves being depleted mentally, emotionally, physically, and then we're no good for anyone else. The second time thing is we need to learn to spend time relaxing. We need to wind down, um, take time for ourselves. The third thing is we need to be true to yourself. Be true to who you are. Be yourself. The fourth thing, avoid taking on tasks and things that will rob you of your peace in the first place. Many times we find ourselves, or you may find yourself, where someone um, constantly is bringing you what they're dealing with, and you find yourself carrying their burdens like they're your own. We need to learn what things are triggering um, the issues that we're having when it's robbing us of our peace. Don't let others' situations and things that others are going through um, rob you of your peace. The fifth thing, know when to say no. This is very important. We need to learn when to say no. The word of God tells us, let our yes be yes and our no be no's. The King James translation say, let our, let, yay, let our yay be yay and our nay be nay. So in other words, it's got to be clean cut. It's either yes or it's either no. Whenever someone is used to bringing you their burdens, they're used to bringing you um, issues they're having, but repeatedly they're doing the, you know, it's the definition of insanity. What is the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting a different result. So then we understand, okay, this issue is something that seems to constantly go just, it's, it's like reciprocal. It's always something it's going around and, and, and it comes back to you and you've tried over and over and over again. It's like walking around the walls of Jericho and they do not move um, until you open up and you begin to open up your mouth with that shout on the seventh time the wall came down. That's what the word of God tells us. But in this situation, you need to know when to just say no. The sixth thing for your peace is to stop allowing others to dictate your life. So many times, oftentimes, this happens in relationships. It can be spouses. Um, it can be associations, siblings, um, relatives. So many times, others are trying to dictate your life and how it should go. You need your peace. The seventh thing is learn to take time for yourself. Take some me time. Get a chance to get to yourself to relax um, and to be able to read, just to be able to just love on yourself, get to know yourself. The eighth thing is to set limits, slow down. Everything is, is not a rush. You don't have to be in a hurry all the time. We need to learn how to set limits and just slow down. Number nine, unclutter your life and unclutter your mind. We need to learn 
that there are things in our lives. It could be from our past. It could be from the present or it can be something that we want to be a part of in the near future. We need to learn how to, to unclutter or declutter our lives. What does that mean? Let me get rid of some things. Let me do a self-examination. Let me look within. Let me see if there are some things I'm holding on to. And it could be emotional things. It could be mental baggage that we're holding on to that has caused us to be unstable and we don't have our peace. We've lost our peace to our past, my Lord. Mm. So unclutter your life and unclutter your mind. That's number nine. The tenth thing is accept and let go of unforgiveness. This, men and women, this is a big portion of what so many are dealing with that are battling right now today, globally. So many people have been hurt. So many people have been wounded and they're battling with unforgiveness. And, you know, we need to understand that forgiveness is not for the other person, but forgiveness is for you. When we say, okay, you know what? I forgive you. We need to mean it. We need to mean it from our hearts, not just speaking it with our lips, but not really meaning it with our hearts within. And when we don't forgive, we hold on to grudges. We hold on to past trauma, um, soul traumas, unforgiveness, um, different wounds and different things. We don't allow ourselves to heal. And when we don't heal, we can't move on. So number 10 was accept to let go of unforgiveness. 11. 11 is disconnect over the weekend. Um, I've learned over a year ago, you know what? Social media is not it for me. I have many platforms every now and then. Um, Facebook, it sees me every now and then. But I've learned to disconnect. A lot of times we're so busy. Um, we're into everything. And now we've got technology. So we've got all of these major platforms, social media platforms. And so now we need to learn how to just disconnect. You know, um, set time limits and say, well, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do social media meets and different things like this or make sure that our admin team is doing our social media, you know, um, information. They're putting new things out there, new postings and things, events that we're having. But when it comes down for me to do it, I need to learn as well as the admin team to schedule things. Have things mapped out. Have things, have a strategy. That's the easiest word I can use for you. Just have a strategy of the, about the things that you really need to do. Um, so number 11 was disconnect over the weekend. 12, take it one thing at a time. You don't have to take on everything, but we need to learn to, again, strategize. Have a strategy for everything that you want to do, everything that you're going to do and everything that you're doing now. Have a strategy. It's so important. You've got to have a strategy. When we look at healthy boundaries um, and we think about healthy boundaries, how do we set healthy boundaries? Um, I've got 10 different things that I want to just tell you um, that may help you all along this journey of setting healthy boundaries. Number one, you need to know your limits and your limitations. You know exactly where you need to draw the line in the sand. You know exactly what you can and cannot take on. So know your limits, know your limitations. The second thing is know your feelings on matters. 
Don't just let someone dictate and tell you how you feel, but know your limits and stick to your limits. And the third thing here on healthy boundaries, be direct. Don't be indirect, but be direct. Be very direct and decisive. Um, don't allow someone to have you, you know, sometimes you'll say something and someone will come back with you, but don't, aren't, aren't, do you mean that? Or did you mean so-and-so? Or was it meant to mean this? No, it meant just what I said. I'm being direct, straightforward, direct. Um, the fourth thing, give yourself permission. What's, you know what that means? When you give yourself permission, that's a part of knowing um, and, and really encompassing your own self-respect. You respect yourself enough to give yourself permission to forgive, to move on, to set limitations, to know your feelings and to be direct and knowing the matters that are taking place within your life and you have control over that. So that gives you a peace of mind. It brings your peace back. You have your peace. The fifth thing is know and practice self-awareness. Know it and practice it. Self-awareness. You have to be aware of what is going on in your life. Whatever it may be. It can be emotional. It can be mental. Whatever it may be. It can be a physical issue that's taking place within your environment. That's taking place within a culture. That's taking place within society. You need to be self-aware. The sixth thing is make self-care a priority. Self-care. What does that mean? I can pamper myself. I can go and get a massage. I can go and get a manicure. I can get a pedicure. I can do something for me. I can go out and, and just sit down and have an iced coffee or, or go out and have a frozen yogurt or something. Give yourself an opportunity to take care of yourself. Make it a priority because you're taking care of everyone else. So guess what? Take care of yourself. The seventh thing is reflect on your past and your present, meaning the type of people you gravitate towards or the, or the ones that you surround yourself with. So when we begin to reflect, we begin to identify you know, the, the patterns that we've had from our past and the things that we've allowed to creep over from our past into our future. And then we begin to realize the type of people that I gravitated towards in my past life and things that I did in my past. Did I bring those last season people into my new season, into my future? We need to examine that. And because that also becomes a part of what and who we allow ourselves to be surrounded with and to. The eighth thing is to seek support if you need support. Never feel that you cannot have the support that you need. You need to not feel that you don't have anyone to talk to. There is counseling. There are, there are churches. There are ministries. You can always find somewhere to get that support. Um, reach out. Get that support. Never feel as though you don't have any way or any any way um, to move forward or anyone to really talk to, to seek counseling, to move forward, to better yourselves. Okay. And become a very productive part of our society and our culture. So the ninth thing, be assertive, but be assertive in a respectful way. When you assert yourself, 
Um, you, you've really got to know who you are and you've got to know exactly what you bring to the table. And this can go um, through a wide array right across the board from ministry to jobs to home. You know, know what you bring to the table. So when you're doing that, you're, you're confident. The best word I can use here as an analogy is confident. You're confident so you can be assertive, but you can do it in a respectful way. And the 10th thing is to start small and build upon your success. So when you start out small, then you begin to build upon the things that, okay, I've, I've mastered this or I've overcome this or I've, I've graduated from where I used to be in this area of my life. So then all of a sudden it's, you start it small, but you begin to build upon that um, and it becomes your success, okay? I want to share a few scriptures. We're almost done here. We're doing awesome. So John 16 and 33, and it reads, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So you know what? If the Lord has overcome the world, guess what? That lets us know we're overcomers. We too can overcome the world. We're going to read as well Psalms 4 and verse 8. It says, In peace I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. There is comfort in the Lord. We can lay down with him. We can sleep in sweet peace. Why? Because we dwell and we have safety in him. We're going to look at Daniel chapter 10 and verse 19. And it reads, And he said, O man, greatly loved, fear not, peace be with you, be strong and of good courage. And as he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, Let my Lord speak, for you have strengthened me. There is strength in the word of God. When we are in the when we are in God and He is in us, there is a great love. There is no fear, but there is peace. He gives us strength because He is our strength. And of and we can be of good courage in Him. Isaiah chapter 32 and verse 17. And it reads: In the effect of righteousness will be peace, and the result of righteousness quietness and trust forever. So guess what? The effect of righteousness will be our peace. It is our peace. And it is also the result of righteousness, a quietness and a trust forever. And the last scripture here is John chapter 14 and verse 27. And that reads, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. I want to say to everyone who listens to this podcast later and who is listening to this podcast now, he is our peace. In him we have peace. In him we find our peace. He's telling us he's left his peace with us. He's given his peace to us. 
He hasn't given us his peace like the world gives that he gives to us. And he wants us to know, but he's given us his peace, his perfect peace. And he says, for us to let not our hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. So no matter what it may look like globally with this pandemic, no matter what it may look like in our cultures, in our societies, in the chaos and the lawlessness and the different things that we're seeing, just look up and know that God is still in control of all things. Look up and know that we serve a God that sits high and he's looking low. And he is the creator of all things. And he controls all things. And anyone who knows the word of God and has written the Bible, they know, guess what? In the end, God wins. The people of God wins. At this time, in the closing of our podcast, I am honored to have my husband, Apostle Herbie. He wants to exit this podcast with the serenity prayer. So I thank God for our covering, our priest, Apostle Herbie. And now he's going to take it from here. God grant me, God need the sincerity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoy one moment at a time, accept hardship as the pathway to peace, talking as he did the sinful world, as it is not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right. If I surrender to his will, that I may be, reason that I may be reasonable, happy in this life, and supremely happy with him forever in the next. Amen. 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 And Apostle Herbie of RCN Ministries and OSGA Apostolic Network, my wonderful husband has read for you today in closing the Serenity Prayer in its entirety. We thank you for joining us again on today on our podcast, Let's Talk About It. And as we said earlier on in this podcast, the topic today is peace and healthy boundaries. May God bless you and may God keep you until next week on Wednesday. We will be back here at the same time, 6 a.m. And again, I am Apostle Rosemary of RCN Ministries. And God bless you. Have a great day.